An estimated 10,000 people around the world are all reporting the exact same terrifying experience. Electronic harassment, synthetic telepathy, voice-to-skull technology. Chances are you haven't heard of these terms, but after searching the internet, I found dozens of websites dedicated to the phenomenon, residents who say they're victims. We are TIs, targeted individuals. They say they're being monitored, manipulated, and even tortured. This is not a joke. This is not science fiction. Because people know nothing about mind control. They don't know that your thoughts can be changed. Through the internet, they validated each other's experiences, and a community has formed. We're not having a group hallucination. This is actually something that's happening. Spirit has led me to a topic that's called gang stalking. Quite frankly, I never even heard of this. I think one day I was on TikTok, I was browsing around, and a couple of videos popped up, and it got me curious. So I started doing some research about it, and I've been led to go deeper into exactly what this is, what's going on here, because there's a whole nother side of this that most people have not figured out. So we're gonna go ahead and get started today. Today we're gonna discuss what is game stalking? The goals of this activity, gang stalkers methodology, the target's experience, why you're being targeted, are you one of the chosen, and divine discovery. So let's go ahead and get into this. What exactly is gang stalking? Gang stalking is a well-organized occult form of covert harassment used against an individual. And it is done by large groups of people who systematically and repeatedly harass people. This has many names. Gang stalking, mob stalking, community stalking. You're in the middle of this ridiculous, irrational impossibility that is real and is happening. And again, I have experienced this for quite some time. Ever since my adulthood, I've been gang stalked and I didn't even realize I was being gang stalked because I had no idea that there was this was a thing, there was a term for this. Sometimes you begin to feel like maybe you're just hallucinating, that you're losing your mind, but no, there are groups of people who are literally working together to try to take you down. And I know you're probably wondering, why would people do this? Well, the goals, they want to make you commit suicide. They want you to kill yourself or do some type of self-harm. They also try to bring financial devastation. They want to ruin you financially. They want you on the street. They'll do all types of evil things to make you lose your home. I remember years ago, my husband and I, we were renting houses. And we moved from one state to another state. And when we moved, I remember none of our family members on my side would come visit us. And they had my address, I gave them my phone number, but they just wouldn't come. And next thing I knew, these letters started popping up. These letters stating that this person was an investigator. They started calling all of our neighbors, telling them that we were into illegal activity, all types of stuff. They were trying to make us lose our home. That was the goal of it. And my mother-in-law took one of these letters and she traced it back. And sure enough, these calls were coming near my sister's home. The letters were fraudulent. The police got involved. They said that they were willing to go ahead. If I want to press charges, we could press charges. 
but my mother-in-law didn't want to do it because she knew somehow my mother had something to do with this. This kind of leads back to that narcissistic mother because a lot of these gang stalkers, they are narcissists. They also want you to end up in a psych war. Surveil someone through their phones, through their, uh, certainly through their television sets. The last year and a half, he's been systematically followed by a group of people. He has a man outside of his house in a hood, like basically like a hood. It looks, and we can Well, this almost sounds like gang stalking or something. Have you heard of that? Many of the things that victims of gang stalking describe are also symptoms of mental disorder. And I remember from when I was a child, she would always tell me, you're going to end up in an insane asylum. You're going to go crazy. What parent tells their child that? No one. But again, we're going to get a little bit deeper into this as we go on. These are not people. You do not wrestle against flesh and blood. It's spiritual. Everything is spiritual. And I think a lot of people just, they seem to forget that, that you are a spirit in a physical body having a human experience. And they kind of negate that portion. And that's why the gang stalking and the tactics just don't make any sense to them. It's going to make perfect sense by the end of this video. The other goal is they want total destruction of their target. They want you dead. They want you gone. They don't want you to have any peace, any happiness. They destroy every relationship, every opportunity. Anything that looks good or seems good for you, these assholes are going to make sure that it is destroyed and you have no way back. So let's look at some of the methodology that they use. Some of the common tactics, number one, they love to gaslight. They love to say things and say they didn't say it or make you think again that you're going crazy. Another common tactic that they use, they slander, they gossip. They like to get with people and just make up vicious lies. That's what my mother did with me and my husband. Because she couldn't just break us up, what she started doing was going to my family members and telling them, oh, he's abusing her. He stole her. I remember what I ended up doing because the spirit told me how to deal with this. After I gave them that address to that first house we had, our very first rental house. So again, I was so excited about it. After they did that to me, trying to make us lose our house, the spirit told me lie to her. Lie to her and tell her that you're living in California. We were on the East Coast. What I did was I stopped talking to her, but I told people who kept coming to me asking me probing questions. Like I had a friend who came to me telling me that she was having a birthday party for her daughter or a baby shower or something. And she wanted me to come and she needed my address. The spirit said she's lying and she's working with your mother. They told me to tell her you're in California. So I, I just found a random address and gave it to her. Do you know that after I did that, various people on both sides of our family started questioning us up. Oh, I didn't know you moved to California. Now these people, again, we didn't even know they talked or communicated with each other. So that's how you're able to kind of figure out who's talking to who because they like to work through people and they'll use lies, gossip, slander to make the person think that they have your best interest at heart. My mother took this and she was out doing public speaking, telling people that my husband had kidnapped me. He moved me across the country. She doesn't know where I am. The whole time we were in the same state, but she just didn't know that. But that's what they like to do. Another new tactic that I'm seeing very common is this internet trolling. 
Stalkers have a new tool for tracking and monitoring their victims. They're using mobile apps and digital surveillance software, better known as spyware. It can remotely access text messages, emails, and calls. Stalkers can also track their target's location and even turn on a device's camera and microphone. So many of these trolls are part of the groups that's been stalking you your whole life. The internet is just a dangerous place anyway because anybody can go online and create a fake account. They can put fake pictures out there. They can make it look like they're somebody that they're not. So these types of people, these gang stalkers, they love to hide behind the internet. So that's why I was warning a lot of our members, be careful on social media, sharing too much information. Like a lot of people like to have their faces out there or they'll have pictures of their home, their addresses. And that's how a lot of these people end up dead. I've seen so many people end up destroyed, murdered, these social media stars because they've been out there on the internet, they're being gang stalked, they don't realize they're being gang stalked and the next thing you know somebody shows up at your house. It's the thing nightmares are made of. You know, it's so creepy that I decided to uh, have a bolt put on the door and I'm having my son sleep in here with me. Creepy only begins to describe it. It's like an alternate reality, really. When she'd get home from work, Fasika Tafara started noticing things yeah. out of place in her home. So they were just all open, but what was weird is, so for example, they were open like this, but they were all at the same level. First, the windows, then lights turned on, her cabinets pulled out. It's intended to let me know that somebody has been here essentially, right? So all of the drawers have been pulled out. And Something strange every single day for almost the past month. She finally realized someone has been coming inside. Are people following me? And then I started to wonder also, well, how do they know when I'm here and when I'm not here? Then Tafara found this small camera in her 11-year-old son's bedroom. So she took to the internet and started digging. What she found, something called community or gang stalking. It's an eerie practice aimed at your psyche to make you almost feel like you're going crazy. It's spooky and my understanding is that if this is in fact what it is, it can go on for years. You know? Only so. you're not. Tafara left her phone recording audio at her house. Listen, you can hear what sounds like people rummaging around. On one, you can hear what sounds like drilling. So this hole here has been cut into the... Um, into the attic space. Tafara says detectives have been to the house. It's kind of like, you know, if it happens again, call us, but there's not much we can do. Something that makes this even more terrifying. But that's another tactic that they use. They use mobbing, where again, there's a group of them. Typically, it's not just one person. You might have one person to kickstart it, like my mom did, but she kept lying to the point where she got aunts involved, uncles involved, siblings involved, coworkers, Friends, anybody she could recruit to help her do evil, that's what she's going to do. And again, a lot of times these people, they don't even realize what they're doing is wrong. In their mind, they're trying to protect you. They're trying to help you because this person, the narcissistic group leader, has lied and manipulated and twisted the facts to the point where the people don't know what to believe. But the funny thing I noticed about these gang-stalking spirits they never go to the person, to the target, and ask you for your point of view. What happened? What's going on? Instead, they just join in on the gossip. They join in on the slander. They join in on all the backbiting. And then all of a sudden, they're part of the mob. They're part of the group. Another thing they like to do, they stage fake incidents. 
to cause anxiety and depression. Bob Coftry checks his mirror for more than just traffic. The driving instructor has to know exactly who's behind him after being stalked by a former pupil. It began days after she passed her test. Quite late, about 11, half 11, text came through on my phone from this individual. Part of me wished I'd failed, because then I would have got to spend more time with you. I actually threw my phone down onto the couch and I said out loud to myself, do not reply. That's a frightening message. That is. The phone calls uh, started coming. It would always be, please come and speak to me. I don't want to hurt you. She followed me home, ringing the doorbell, trying to phone me up, trying to t uh, texting me, please, please open the door, please come out and speak to me. I'm absolutely terrified because I'm looking out and I'm thinking, I'm a prisoner in this home now. Bob was forced to move house, keeping the new address secret. Like I said earlier, sending the letters all over the place, lying, saying that they are the FBI. I remember when I was dating my husband, this is before we got married, and I was working with my mother, she had a youth program. And so one day I go in and she says, oh, somebody called the job for you. Somebody said he's an investigator, he's with the FBI. It's probably that little boyfriend you got. And I got so nervous and so scared and I called my husband, my husband up today and I told him, I said, look, the FBI's called my job. I said, I can't be with you anymore. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, they called my job, my mom told me. He said, listen to me. He said, she's lying to you. Well, at the time I trusted my mother. So I was like, my mama wouldn't lie to me. He said, listen to what I'm telling you. Okay, the FBI would not call your job and tell them that they're looking for you. They don't do that. They're gonna kick in the doors and show up and arrest you. That's how the federal government works. I said, okay. So he said, let's just call the FBI. Let's call them and just see. So finally I calmed down. I called the FBI and I asked them. I said, is somebody looking for me? She asked for my name. She asked for my boyfriend's name at the time. And she said, baby, somebody's playing a terrible trick on you. It's terrible. She said, but you better tell them that it's a federal offense to impersonate an FBI agent. So I went back to her and I told her, I said, I called the FBI and they told me that nobody is looking for me and that you better stop doing what you're doing because it's a federal offense. I think at that point she realized maybe this child isn't as stupid as I thought she was. But not every victim gets justice or even the help they need. Seven years after the law was changed to make stalking a crime, experts say many cases are still ignored or downgraded by the authorities. People just don't feel that they can go to the police. They don't feel it's serious enough. They don't think that the police will perhaps take them seriously. Oh, there's some there that mm. oh, I think we might have missed those. The officers Dr Jane Monckton-Smith trains in mock crime scenes leave truly knowing the potential consequences of stalking. A world leader on the mindset of stalkers and how to stop them. She believes society doesn't take it seriously enough. A lot of people think that stalking is about lost love and they think that it's harmless and it's just about somebody who's heartbroken. Stalking is nothing about that at all and, it, and it's a great mistake to even think that. It, it takes away all of the risk and it takes away what the actual motivation behind stalking is. And a lot of you who are being gang stalked you may think it's the government or think it's the police and it's not, you know, it's not. It's somebody that's close to you, somebody that's jealous of you, somebody that hates you, just doing this to you and they're trying to turn you against 
people and agencies that can protect you. Okay, so some of the extreme tactics that are also used by some of these people, they will begin to destroy your property. Like I told you all in one of my podcasts, when I got into that terrible argument with my sister and she ruined my birthday party, she went and kicked a huge dent in the side of my brand new car. Showing up at my home, um, showing up at my work, punched a hole in the wall of my business in front of customers. I would get in the car to drive to work and he would try to run me off the road. I remember when it kind of sort of peaked. I'm standing at the sink getting my glass of water and I look out the window and there he is in the middle of the night. I just dropped to the floor. I, I, I couldn't move. I was frozen with fear. I got into my bed and I could smell his cologne. I knew he'd been in there. I ripped off the sheets, I went into the living room. There's my friend sitting in the living room rather than in the spare bed. And I said, what's wrong? She said, somebody has peed in my bed. It changes your entire perspective. Um, never in my life had I ever felt so vulnerable in fear of my life. They're terrible. They will destroy anything and everything that you have or that you hold dear to you. I remember my husband would buy me jewelry and all of a sudden the jewelry comes up missing. You know, and then I see my mama wearing similar jewelry. Oh, this isn't something you had. Such and such bought this for me. You know, they'll steal from you. They'll kill your pets. I remember when I lived with my mother again and my sister and I had dogs. We called them Chip and Dale. Oh, I love my little dog, Chip. One day I wake up, Chip is lying dead on the floor. Her dog's still alive. And to this day, she claims she accidentally fed the dog chemical that killed him, but mysteriously her dog didn't die. So yeah, they will hurt your pets. They will drug you, which is why I try to tell people, don't just eat at people's houses. Don't go eating food anywhere. They'll have a special dish made for you and have something hidden in the food. They do the same thing with root work. Put all types of stuff in your food and make you lose your mind, go crazy, get attached to people. All this stuff goes hand in hand. Another thing that some people use are electromagnetic weapons. Many of your gang stalking victims, they believe that they have chips in them. Some of them have actually seen these chips. I've got moving implants attached to my skeleton, enabling me to be controlled remotely. Beyond point one is unsafe. I've got stuff in my body because I've had beeps going off inside my head. So what's on this USB? Several frames of uh, the MRI scans I had done from two machines. So this is your brain? Yeah. And what are we looking at? The implants here. The ICT implants here. In, in the red boxes, essentially, and that's, that's them blown up. Have you, have you had a doctor look at these? Oh, yeah. My dentist, who's PhD level educated, uh, he, he just said, look, you don't need any medical training whatsoever to mm. see that these are foreign bodies. Okay. That's the real game changer, that probe. On x-rays, foreign items that just don't belong, and they think that the government is doing it. But I know that there's a deeper meaning here. We're going to go into that, too, in a little bit. And then also scent harassment where certain smells, things that irritate you, they'll start spraying and doing stuff and it's only affecting you. Now I will tell you with this scent harassment, this again has that spiritual aspect as well. I remember one time when I was opened up, third eye experience, and I could see the spirits within people. It was a guy standing outside of our truck and he was spraying a chemical 
and the air that was making the children just, they couldn't breathe. Their faces were like, it's almost like I could see what he was doing, but my husband couldn't see what he was doing. And they'll make you think that you're crazy, but no, they do these things. They do all types of stuff and they're fighting you, not just on the physical realm, but it's also on the spiritual realm. And if you move, the abuse won't stop. We did this. We went to house after house after house. And that's why the spirit just told me, just lie to her and tell her you in California because she's working with a whole group of people and it's never going to stop. I don't think I'll ever not relive that anxiety that I felt. In Carla's case, the motivation was controlled by a possessive ex. To escape, she fled to another part of the country, telling no one where she'd gone. We've changed her name to protect her identity. The stalker tracked her movements, bombarded her work with false claims of theft, copied her front door key. Champagne and a card left in her empty house was just the start. He came back when she was home alone. I heard a car come into the drive, so I looked and saw his car in the drive. He knocked on the door, which I ignored, my key was still in the lock, so he managed to wiggle it from the other side that the key fell out. And then his hand was through the door. I just said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, you know, hi, hi, it's me. I, I just want to talk. It is scary. And it's certainly not as some people, I think, imply or insinuate flattering and that they would enjoy that very much if someone showed that amount of dedication to them. No matter where you move, no matter where you go, once they find that address, once they get your email address, once they know your website address, they're trolling, they're doing everything they can to hurt you. The target is harassed in both, again, that physical and the cyber world. So if you think it's bad in the physical world, you ain't seen nothing until you set up accounts in cyberspace. Once you start having social media accounts, YouTube channels, all this different stuff, oh, these little idiots, oh, they're going to follow you, they're going to troll you, they're going to do everything they can to try to make you just lose your mind. And what happens is, after dealing with this for so long, the target normally goes into a state of isolation. People just would not believe the suffering that people in this, in this community endure every single day. Uh, I've lost just about all of my friends. They're afraid, of, afraid to talk to me. They just think, they think it's very effective. They think I'm crazy. My family doesn't know anything about it. I don't say a word to them. I don't know if my son knows, and I don't want anything to happen to him. Really the most important thing that we can do for victims is to connect them with others who understand what they're experiencing, because no one else will. And isolation is really um, a key weapon that these perpetrators use to bring a person down to the ground, basically. If you go to see a psychiatrist, let's say it's the first time you're meeting a psychiatrist, and uh, you say, I'm under police surveillance, and the psychiatrist will write you off as suffering paranoid schizophrenia, and then he will give you medication. Because you can't trust anybody. It gets to the point where your friends quickly become your enemies. And so you begin to just kind of isolate. And this can lead to both sadness and depression. 
It's hard when you think somebody cares about you. And then all of a sudden, they hook up with the very people that have been hurting you. I remember I had an uncle. And when my mother was treating us like trash, he was always so nice. Him and his wife were hospitable. They told us, you could come stay with us if you want to. You know, just a really nice guy. Well, next thing I know, Mama Dearest find out that we're dealing with him. And here she goes. Next, you know, she's all in his house. She's going over for dinner. Her and my little evil sister making friends with him and his daughters. And then all of a sudden, he goes from being this nice guy that I could talk to, to he's kind of like condescending. He's making smart comments. And you gotta love your family now. You gotta spend time with your family. So all of a sudden, now he done been recruited into the gang stalking group. That's what they do because they want you alone. They don't want you to have friends. They don't want you to feel love. They don't want you to think that anybody cares about you. They want you to think that everybody hates you the way that they hate you. And that's what they do. And again, this type of harassment will never stop. It doesn't matter how many years go by. I remember this was probably about mm, eight years ago now where I said, okay, so much time has gone past. Me and my husband have been married 22 years. I said, let me just try to, you know, bury the hatchet, try to take my mama out. You know, I'm sure by now she's in a darn 70. She should be able to just deal with this. So we take this old bat out for lunch. She sits at the table and brings up my husband's ex-girlfriend from high school. Yes, high freaking school in front of my children. When she did this, I just looked at her like, this woman will never change. It doesn't matter how much time goes by. It's like they just live within that moment and they don't see that time has moved on. You have grandchildren. You're missing opportunities with your grandchildren. They don't care about that. I remember when we were dating. This is the same woman that sat me down and told me my children were going to be cursed. She told me my husband's family was cursed and our kids were going to be cursed. And she did everything in her power to curse my children. That's why I stopped letting them go around her. And I remember my son, he didn't end up speaking until he was about five or six years old. And I remember I had this dream where it was her and my older sister. And they were sitting at a table laughing like witches because they said, he can't talk. Look at him. He's mute. He can't talk. And what was going on at the time, they thought he may have been autistic. But I took him in for an MRI. He had testing done. He was not autistic. He was actually very gifted. And I remember the, the doctor told me, he said, I have never seen anything like this my whole life. He said, when I look at his brain, everything is firing up correctly. The part that deals with communication is working fine. But it's almost like when the words get to his mouth, they're all garbled up. And I remember sharing this with one of my friends and she said, your mother did it. They tried to put a root on my baby and stop him from speaking. I had to do spiritual work to release his tongue. We took her out for lunch and she's looking at him at the table. He was talking clear as day because they were shocked when he finally did start speaking. They couldn't believe it because they knew the work they'd done. So when we went to lunch that day, took her out the last time I saw her and she tried to speak it back on him. He said something to her at the table and she looks at him and says, what did you say? 
I don't understand you. What did you say? I understood everything he said. And the spirit said, she's trying to speak that spell back on your child. I said, oh, hell no. After that, we threw granny out of our lives. And that's exactly what you need to do. So now I know you're probably wondering, why am I being targeted? Why you? I'm a nobody. Sometimes these targets, you just know too much information. You're out there sharing stuff on social media. You're talking to people. You're just advanced. You're smart. When my situation, what happened with me and my crazy family, and I'm sure by now it's probably more groups that's been added on since we've been on the internet. But initially, I was a precog. I could see things before it happened. I would almost like I could go backwards and forwards in time. I remember as a little girl, one time my father said he was going to come and pick us up and take us somewhere. And all my siblings were getting dressed and I sat down and I didn't get dressed. And my mother said, why aren't you getting dressed? I said, because daddy ain't coming. She said, what are you talking about? I said, he called and he said something happened with his car and he's not coming. She said, you're a liar. That phone never rang. As soon as she said the word rang, the phone rang. And it was my daddy. And he said, my car broke down. I'm not going to be able to make it. This type of stuff happened to me all the time. Because as a child, you are wide open. And it scares these types of people. Because they can't explain it. There's no rationality about it. How does she know this? I knew too much information. I could see deaths. I could see future events. I, I don't know how. I just could do it. Or... You may have a partner or ex-partner that might be part of some type of secret service or some type of a military group, something that they're doing experimentation with. You may be wealthy or you just have some special skills and abilities and people get jealous. Nowadays, it don't take a whole lot for these weirdos to come together. You may have witnessed a crime and all of a sudden you're being stalked by criminal organizations. Okay, you may have been a whistleblower and went out telling something that you knew about a corporation or about an event. And next thing you know, you're added to the list. Or you just might have some narcissistic, jealous rivalries who just for some reason, they can't stand you. They don't like you. They don't like the way you look. They don't like the way you sound. But most importantly, the vast majority of these targets have a divine destiny. And that's what we're going to get in today. Because so many of these videos I find on YouTube and the information I see out there on Quora and different places, they make the targeted person think that they are a victim. And it, I understand why you feel that way because I too felt that way for a very, very, very long time. But you're not a victim, baby. You are a victor. In fact, you are the chosen. And how do you know when you're chosen? Number one, you're going to start hearing voices. Some of these people think that they have implants and they've tried to remove the implants. And the reason why they don't like the implants is because they're hearing voices, they're hearing frequencies, and they don't understand what they're hearing. What you are hearing, the vast majority of you, you're waking up. Your pineal glands are firing up. You are super sensitive to energies around you and they have frequencies everywhere, okay? Like all these towers they got. You got Wi-Fi devices. So you're gonna hear beeping sounds, noises, all types of things. You may actually hear voices. 
Voices telling you information because they talk to you telepathically. You have telepathy, but you're thinking that it's the government. It's somebody whispering in your head and you just have a divine destiny and you don't understand it. Also, you can see beyond the veil. Like I told you, see the spirits within people. Okay, so what we're seeing here is this scene where the Keanu Reeves character climbs out of the battery vat chamber. You can't see you know, precisely what it is because of that loss of focus, but you can definitely see that something is abnormal. As, you, as you're looking into it, I drew a picture of what the shapes of those claws are. It looks like a bird talon or a reptile talon. I started searching on conspiracy type movies, UFO movies, weird movies on YouTube. I came across the reptilian shapeshifter subject. What I can confirm is that there are apparently non-humans, apparently some of them are extraterrestrial, and apparently they have some kind of evil grip on our world. They will try to make you think that you're schizophrenic. If you're hearing these voices, you're seeing things. No, you're not. The mental health stuff that you hear today was all created when the old culture fell on the planet. And they wanted all the people with the special gifts and abilities to think they were crazy, that they were insane, that they were losing their minds. So they started coming up with all your gifts and abilities and told you, oh, you're a schizo. Oh, bipolar. Oh, you have multiple personalities. You have all this stuff going on. No, you don't. You are the original. You are the chosen. At one point on the planet, everybody could see things. Everybody could hear things. Everybody had precognition. It wasn't anything special. Everybody had it. But what the establishment did, they had to poison you. They had to put stuff in the air, stuff in the water, stuff in the food to make you dissociate, to keep you locked down in a lying reality that's now being destroyed. Another thing is you have just an inner knowing. You don't know how you know, but you know. And what you know, you can take it to the bank because it always comes to pass. That's how me and my husband are. We just know stuff. I remember one of our members said that. She said, everything y'all have said has come to pass. She said, at some point, it always ends up happening. That's the way it is. That's how it's always been for me. Like I said, when I was a kid, I just knew I could see stuff that other people couldn't see. And I believe that's why my mother kept saying, you're going to end up in an insane asylum. Because all these gifts and abilities, again, they demonized them and told you they were evil or you were mentally ill. Again, that's that precognition. You already know. Don't go to that place. Don't trust that person. I don't know why, but it's just something about him or her I just don't like. No matter how nice they are, how sweet they are, you just always keep that guard up because you can read energies. You can read spirits. You are the chosen ones. And you're different. You're different from your family members. I was watching one of the videos that Vice put out and one of the targets, he was the one who was putting the videos on YouTube years ago showing you the reptoids and how these people are not human and how their faces are shifting and changing. I used to love those videos and he became targeted for it because he was correct. This reality that you're living in is a sugar-coated reality. This planet is very old. 
It had very high magic. You had all types of creatures and beings and dragons and everything on this planet. And they lied and told you they were dinosaurs. They told you stuff didn't exist. You had vampires, werewolves. They're still here. They're just masking themselves. They had a show that came out years ago that was called Grimm. And on that show, they were showing you how the Grimms could see beyond the veil. They could see what was really in these people versus the other people could only see people. They couldn't see the spirits within. Some of these people were, they call them a hexing beast, but it was like a witch or different types of creatures that was all around. Well, these people, these things didn't just disappear. They just made you think they did. And they came up with a whole false narrative that the entire world was deceived by. And now all of a sudden this narrative is breaking down. And certain people, these chosen ones are waking up and they're starting to tap back into the real reality. So that's why they're thinking that they're seeing the cars following them. And they're seeing people who are acting strange or people will come up to you and just say things or do things that make absolutely no sense. Well, it makes perfect sense when you look at the spiritual implication because your world again is based off what? Mental thoughts. Thoughts turn into what? Manifestation. I remember one day my husband and I were riding down the road. We were arguing and a guy was walking down the street and the man stopped, turned, looked at us and like did his hand across his neck, like cut it out. And we both saw it. We stopped arguing in mid-sentence. When we got to the facility we were going to, I went inside to mark away some food and the spirit said, I know you saw what I did. You got to cut it out. Y'all are getting way too many arguments going on here. Like they were talking to me in my head telepathically. That's why I'm telling you, it's not your government that's doing this to you. You are chosen. I've had people come up to me. Like for example, one day I remember I was in a gas station and I was just feeling like really low. And I was thinking to myself, gosh, you know, oh, I need to do my hair. I need to do this, do that. I really just, I'm slipping. And all of a sudden, a Caucasian woman was walking past me. First, she walked past. She didn't say anything. She turned around, came back, stood in front of me. She said, you are beautiful. Do you hear me? You are beautiful. There is nothing wrong with you. Then she turned and just kept walking. These types of things happen all of the time where children will give me answers, people will give me information, and what that is, that spirit interaction. They can talk through anybody. Spirits can hop in people and say all types of stuff, and then the people don't remember saying it. That used to happen to me a lot too with my family. My, I think that I had an ability where my mother couldn't lie to me. Well, she could lie to everybody else, she could not lie to me. And she didn't understand why she couldn't lie to me and get away with it, it was the spirit. It would make her reveal herself to me. So like, I remember one time we needed something to eat. We were low on money, you know, just starting out newlyweds and I needed some meat. And I went to her cause she had this huge freezer of meat in her house. And I asked her, I said, well, my sister said, go ahead and just get the meat. Something said, no, ask your mother. So I went back to her room and I said, mommy, um, do you mind if I take like two or three packs of meat? She said, meat you're not taking my meat i don't have anything for you and that thing hurt me so bad i cried all the way back to our apartment and about a week or so later her entire freezer broke down she lost every piece of meat she had 
which was over at the time over 300 and something dollars worth of meat. She went, bought all the meat back. It broke down again. She had ended up replacing the freezer. Those were the spirits that got her ass. That's karma. Touch not my anointing and do my damn prophet no harm. You mess with the chosen, you're going to get messed with. And that's what I want you guys to know. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You just got to learn how to manipulate your reality so that you stop living in sadness and despair. They are more afraid of you than you are of them. You just don't realize it. I bet many of you have dealt with things coming up missing and reappearing within your house near you. Again, a lot of people think people sneaking in, taking it, and putting it back, trying to run them crazy. No, those are spirits, okay? You have different dimensions. They can touch items, and when they have it, you don't see it. And then all of a sudden, it magically reappears. Because again, spirits are able to manipulate. These are energies, and if you can't see past a physical realm, you won't even see the item laying there or the item missing. And I forgot to mention oh, the situation with the meat with my mama, honey. I Later on, I remember I addressed her about that. And she said, I never told you that. She said, I would have never said that to you. I said, uh, yes, you did. You told me you have nothing for me. That's what you said. No, I didn't. I would never say that. At first, I said, this woman is a damn liar. But the spirit revealed to me, no, you made her reveal her true intentions to you. So she can't lie to you. And that's what many of you are going through. And you're wondering, why are they so mean to me? Why are they saying these things to me? Why are they doing these things? It's because you have a gift. You have a gift where people can't lie to you. They can't just get over on you. They can't just come in and pretend like they're one thing and they're another because you already see them before they get there. And then they're gonna make you think you're paranoid. They're gonna make you think that you're crazy when you're not. You're just reading the energies of the person. You're making them tell you the truth. You are one of the chosen. You are not crazy. You are awakening. You are destined to awake. And you're part of the golden race. That's who you are. That's why we created the golden race. We're for people just like you. So at this point, it's time for you to wake up to your divine discovery. Yes, there's tons of articles out there. I've read them. Many of them are tear jerking. They'll have you crying. Some of your own situations are just so sad. They're so terrible to the point where most people would have been committed suicide. But you're still here and you're here for a reason. You're here because you have a destiny. You're here because you are of a higher order. And it's not time for you to go whining and crying and getting sad and feeling alone or just going to a self-help group so you all can just wallow in your misery. It's time for you to get up, wake up, and take the damn reality back from the, the darkness, from the evil one. So if you're ready to take our reality back, if you're ready to go to a new dispensation, if you want to know more, you want divine discovery, you want to tap into all of your gifts, visit our website, www.divinecouncil.com.